I am fully anticipating that 95% of my confessions over the next few days will entail something along the lines of, Father, I yelled a large amount of expletives at my TV last night during the Blues game. Yeesh. Five weeks ago, we had the story of Doubting Thomas as our gospel. That man who did not believe that Jesus had risen who had to wait for Jesus to appear in front of him and needed to put his finger into his hands and in his side. And in response to Thomas, Jesus said to him, Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Today, the ascension is the fulfillment of that quote to Thomas and the disciples. Because today Jesus departs from our sight. He leaves this earth to be with his Father. He mounts his heavenly throne. He takes his seat at the right hand of the Father. His time on earth is done. We no longer behold Jesus living and walking and breathing and talking with us as the apostles did. We no longer see him, quote-unquote. So what are we left with? It's a pretty honest question to ask today because when Christ left this earth, what are we left with? Certainly the disciples felt this way to a degree. After all, the angels had to tell the men of Galilee, why are you looking at the sky? Is this what we're resigned to do now that Christ has left this world? Well, thankfully, no. First, we know that Christ promised to send the Holy Spirit to his apostles and to the wider church. It will come upon the apostles next week at the great feast of Pentecost, 50 days after Easter. But primarily, Jesus leaves us with two things to help us get to heaven until we get there, until we are hopefully reunited with him. And they are faith and the sacraments. So let's talk about faith. As we know, we walk by faith and not by sight, as the song says. We cannot rely on seeing Jesus in the flesh, walking around in front of us in order to believe in him as the apostles were able to do. We must have faith in something or rather someone that we have never seen in the flesh. We obviously have the Eucharist and other ways to encounter God, but primarily we have to rely on faith in a God that we cannot see. The training wheels are coming off now for the disciples and for us when Jesus goes to the Father. Pope St. Leo the Great says it quite beautifully. Our faith is nobler and stronger because sight has been replaced by doctrine from on high. It is a greater thing to believe in Jesus without having ever seen him than to just believe because we saw him right in front of us. So the apostles' faith has to grow now. Again, the training wheels are off for the apostles. Their faith, thankfully, would be increased by the ascension. Because you can look at it a little bit before in the gospel. These were men who were afraid of the smallest of things. They were scared by storms on the sea. 
even the, the very thought of persecution. Many of them ran away from the cross. But eventually all of these men, with the exception of St. John, would die for Jesus. These are men who would withstand chains, imprisonment, exile, hunger, fire, and some of the greatest tortures our world has ever known. And not just them, but ordinary people would eventually do the same as well. People like you and me. That is only possible because of the gift of divine faith. Look at the progress those apostles made in faith because they now had to believe without seeing face to face. Secondly, our Lord gives us the great gift of the sacraments, those seven outward signs instituted by Christ that give us grace. They are signs of Christ that give us his presence. The apostles didn't need the sacraments when Christ was walking around in front of them because they had the real thing. It would almost be redundant. It would almost be a cheap substitute compared to the real person of Jesus Christ. And frankly, in heaven, we will not need the sacraments either because there we will also have the real thing too. We are left in this sort of in-between time this in-between time where we need the sacraments to remind us of Christ. The sacraments give us Christ when he is not physically or personally with us. The sacraments allow us to participate in his reign, in his victory. And yet that victory is not fully revealed to us yet as we know that it will be in heaven. The church refers to this time, this in-between time, as the eschaton. And the definition of that's a Greek term. It essentially means already, but not yet. Already, but not yet. We are privileged to take part in the kingdom of God. Since Jesus, as we know, is reigning in heaven, that victory has been won, Christ has conquered, and yet, at least on earth, we do not see it in its fullness. That fullness will be revealed to us, God willing, in heaven. We are already in his kingdom, and yet we do not see it in its highest glory. The ascension, brothers and sisters, is a reminder to us that we can and ought to be with Christ forever. It is our calling. Through faith in the sacraments, we can get there. These things will, in a sense, hold us over until we see Christ face to face. So therefore, we need a more mature faith, a faith that stretches upward, that must reach into heaven now that Christ is there. And we must rely on the sacraments as the places that we know that we encounter Christ, where his presence is with us on earth. So let us today, like St. Paul, hold fast to our confession of faith. It gives us hope. For he who made that promise is trustworthy. May we not just look up at the sky in confusion like the apostles did initially, but look to the heavens as our goal and our fulfillment. And so as Christ ascends to the Father and departs from us, let us be thankful that he did not leave us orphans, but gives us the gifts of faith and the sacraments to guide us on the path back to him.